I'm outside Mississippi Market Co-op, one of them in St. Paul with Christy Clancher, and we're going shopping. What are we shopping for? We're going to shop for some seeds and beans for crop art. Crop art. Seeds and beans glued down like individual pixels into artwork. It's a quirky combo of art and agriculture with deep roots in Minnesota. My friend Christy is entering two pieces in the State Fair Crop Art Competition, and she needs lots more raw material. Welcome to Portraits, Politics, and Puns, Crop Art at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm M.A. Roscoe, and as a Twin Cities TV reporter for almost 20 years, I loved covering our unique and sometimes corny crop art community. So I created this podcast to introduce you to some really talented people. They are carrying on the crop art tradition at the great Minnesota get-together. Episode one, Christy Clancher. We're over here by the bulk bins, M.A. Okay. And this is where they have all of the seeds and beans. And I know from the past that you can only use things that can be cultivated and grown in Minnesota. Okay. And I only... So semi-sweet chocolate chips <laughs> is not... You can't do that. And you can't use the white rice, and but you can use wild rice, which okay. is a thing I need today because I am doing a portrait. The portrait is of David Rose, a character in the Canadian sitcom Schitt's Creek. It's kind of obscure. But back here at her St. Paul home, Christy's also working on a panfish pun. It starts with a mounted big mouth billy bass, one of those gag gifts, you know, from the aughts. So Billy, Billy the talking bass is going to be a crappie, <laughs> C-R-O-P-P-I-E, for those who can't pronounce crappie correctly. Right. Uh, I thought I would do something very Minnesotan this year for one of my pieces. I'm trying to enter multiple things here in, with the goals of ever getting a ribbon. <laughs> so, <laughs> Come on, but, that's got to be driving you forward. Um, well, I, I have actually gotten a couple ribbons, but you, you want to get the prized blue ribbons so that if you get so that you can enter the next category, which is advanced. Most of us are in this amateur category forever because you need four blue ribbons to advance to the next one. And there's so many, it's, it's actually, crop art's very popular now. So a lot of people are entering every year and we're all in this, stuck in this category. So competition is rough, M.A. <laughs> Over years of competing, Christy has learned that judges do reward neatness. Her technique is impeccable. Her glue hand is steady, and she's bent over her project like a gemologist. So when you're doing this wood grain on crappie, you're literally doing it one tiny quinoa seed at a time. Yes, it's an extremely tedious process. I'm trying to do this because I have learned over the years that you get extra points for neatness. So I could just do a glitter technique and kind of throw some glue down and then throw the seeds on and see where they land. But um, but if you do things neatly, then you'll, those are the people who win the, the ribbons. So I'm trying, yeah, it's very tedious. You just kind of go one at a time. And um, I, oh it's... Well, sometimes you're lucky and you can pick up two quinoas at once and then, then so, you're done. Okay. 
How much time? How so... much time do you estimate? No, this is why you didn't go to the show last yeah, this night. This is why I've been uh, in quarantine. Um, it's it's taking forever. Um, normally, I wouldn't choose a small grain like quinoa to do a majority of a piece, but um, I begin, started doing. That. That's a no. That's, that's a takeaway for you. I I started this, and then I'm like, oh well, I guess I'm already this far. I'll keep going. <laughs> So it's taking me a lot longer. Um, I know the other pieces that I plan to do, I'm going to use bigger beans and seeds, and then it doesn't take as much time because you're not, you know, just using this thing that's a millimeter. Yeah, I'm, one I'm by just one. Just going to use a gourd. I'm just going to use a full-on gourd. <laughs> yeah. That seeds. works. Yeah, there's like some really great kidney beans are huge. You know. <laughs> How did you get started doing crop art? I Well, I grew up in St. Paul, so I've been going to the Minnesota State Fair basically my whole life. I think I missed maybe three years ever, but I've always enjoyed the crop art in the agriculture building. Um, and I heard that the 50th anniversary of it was happening, I think it's four or five years ago now. And I'm like, okay, now's the time, because I had always thought, oh, I need to enter something. And so I just decided I'm doing it. and. It was not, the requirements for entering things are not as strict as the fine arts, which I have friends who have had their, you know, their actual fine arts judged and, but you have to get that in by spring. And I looked up and. Okay, so loose deadline. pretty Yeah, yeah. super loose. You can almost right before the fair starts is when you turn it in. So, um, yeah, I'm like, oh, I can do this. I'm a procrastinator. This is made for me. (laughs) So I started out with, um. I had no idea what I was doing, and I just picked a podcast that I was listening to at the time and, and enjoyed um, Spontaneation with Paul F. Tompkins and went and got a piece of plywood and like just started gluing seeds on it. And uh, I had no idea about technique or anything, and I kind of winged the portrait. Yes, but Paul F. Tompkins saw it and really liked it. Yes, it's... Um, yeah, I think he might have been getting a tiny bit annoyed at all of the people tweeting the photo from the fair to him. And he, because I remember him saying, Yes, I have seen this in all caps mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. once. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it ended up, um, so I didn't know what to do with it because it's this oversized, I mean, it's a portrait. And then I did like a microphone, like an old timey microphone for hinting at a podcast, but made it more old timey. Um, and, I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I'm not going to hang it in my house. And so I tweeted to Paul F. Tommy. I was like, what should I do with this? And he almost immediately tweeted back and said, send it to Earwolf. And that's the podcasting studio where um, Spontaneous Nation and his other various podcasts are produced. So. so Paul F. Tompkins has a piece of Clancher crop art, as does Liz Winstead. The comedian, activist, and Minnesota native acquired her piece in 2016. That's the year many artists poured their grief into little purple prince homages made of seeds and beans. That was right after Prince died and we were all traumatized and there were a lot of entries in the crop art that year. I mean, people, lots of times the crop art is topical and that's what's fun because you can do it. It's an easy project and you can just make it last minute. Um, But uh, so I had done... uh, 
I, I had done, and Hamilton musical was a big thing that year. So I did a mashup of uh, the Hamilton playbill and Prince um, and his glyph guitar um, being on the star of the Hamilton playbill. And I think it said revolution on the top. And yeah. um, Liz Winstead, always, she always comes back to the state fair. And she also is a big fan of crop art. So she talked about it and like all these talk shows and how this made her so happy. And then um, she ended up buying it for me. So that was wow. awesome. So she Not came. a commission, but a celebrity purchase. Yes. <laughs> Similarly, Dessa, you're, a, you're kind of a crop art stalker in a way of celebs because then so dessa uh local hip-hop artist and queen yes author she, author multi-talent oh, yes multi-hyphenate put out a call for what she had a new video um on her last album it was for the five out of six song and she was she wanted to create a lyric video that was had contributions from fans who did crafts or various things that I, um, I'm sure she was not expecting crop art because a lot of the things people had decorated cakes and did some cross stitch and other things. And I'm like, well, I'm going to do some crop art. And so it did make it into the video. So that was cool. Um, and yes, I, I still have that. Nice. <laughs> but, and I would say I'm a stalker. Am I? <laughs> But you know oh, what? Did, did you add an addendum? You put a little addendum on there. Not a stalker. Now, if you're keeping track, Christy is working on two pieces. One is a portrait. The other is a fish pun. That checks off two of the three subjects most likely to occur in crop art. Two of the three subjects that appear in the title of this podcast. But there is a third. I'm getting some yellow popcorn. I like to always have a little bit of corn in um, in my projects because it provides for the easiest of puns. Like, oh, crop art is kind of corny. You know, I was going to say I would be concerned if you weren't using <laughs> this particular grain. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. But, but pun, come on. If, if not for puns, would we even have crop art? Uh, I think they started out more with politics, actually. Portrait, I don't... Portraits and politics. Right. So, Not I don't puns. know. Puns maybe came along. Oh Is that the name need, of your crop art you just podcast? podcast. <laughs> you named it. I didn't just score a podcast name that day. Christy scored all the materials she needed to create a blue ribbon winning crappie. And that is some serious Minnesota State Fair cred. Next time on Portraits, Politics, and Puns, Crop Art at the Minnesota State Fair, more politics. We'll find out from a Minnetonka crop artist just what it takes to get your entry kicked out of crop art competition. That is not Minnesota nice. Thanks for listening. I'm M.A. Roscoe.